Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, October 22nd, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Hello. Hi, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It is Saturday. Yes. I think we've been waiting for... For five days. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) How are you? I'm keeping well, and uh, it's getting... Cooler here these days. Very that is fast. true. In fact, it is Sanggang tomorrow, which is one of Korea's traditional 24 seasonal divisions. Sanggang marks the time of the year when the temperature difference between daytime and night times are more drastic than ever, and uh, frosts begin to be seen. Yeah, you can really feel it now, actually, because it's quite chilly in the mornings and evenings mm-hmm. these days. But the daytime temperatures were unseasonably warm earlier this week, which makes it a little. Bit bit tough you know right. you're kind of going out in your uh, almost winter clothes mm-hmm. and then it's roasting hot like a summer's day during your lunch break that's what sanggang does <laughs> <laughs> and this also tends to make a lot of people sick so we really hope that all of our listeners are taking good care of their health during this seasonal transition period wherever you are in the world of course it's not only in seoul or mm-hmm. in korea that this is happening so drink lots of fluids and try to fit in some outdoor activities in your schedule as well because here in Seoul the air is becoming noticeably drier actually Mm -hmm. and the daylight will be getting shorter and shorter meaning you will no longer benefit from all the vitamin D you've been soaking up thanks to the summer sun all the past couple of months. Yeah well it sounds like another great reason to get out and enjoy the beautiful fall weather this weekend Mm -hmm. because you know once it hits 5.30 it is getting dark. That's true. So we're missing out being uh, inside indoors during weekdays. Mm -hmm. And now speaking of seasonal changes, we'll start today's show with the great news that our new frequency has been set for the coming B16 season. That's right. Thanks to all our listeners who sent us their recession reports for the test transmissions that went out earlier this month. We were able to acquire the 1400R UTC slot on 7.215 megahertz targeting India starting October 30th. Not only do we have a new frequency, but we will also be introducing a two-hour program on it. So KBS World Radio English service will be on from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC on 7.215 megahertz. This means that you'll be able to listen to all of our programs in one sitting, albeit a long one sitting. <laughs> so for two hours, nonstop, uh, it'll start with the news and then go on to Soul Calling, our feature programs. And then you can stick around to listen to K-Pop Connection as yeah, well. So it's going to be a fun two hours. And once again, that's 1400 to 1600 hours UTC on 7.215 megahertz starting October 30th. Now, we will be looking for to your reception reports and any feedback on this new frequency and schedule. For more information, go to our website at world.kbs.co.kr and you'll be able to see a banner up on the top left corner that says new frequency with an exclamation mark and uh, you can just follow the links. 
Please note that our How to Listen tab has not been updated yet because the B16 season hasn't actually started, but it will be in time. So you can check the schedule there after October 30th. And needless to say, we'll be printing out the new timetables soon, so we'll start shipping those out when they're ready. We usually send them out with the QSL cards, but uh, you can also uh, request them. You can let us know if you need one or more than one. The next item on our agenda is to apologize to our email correspondents because our email server has been somewhat unstable more often than usual in recent weeks. Right, we've been uh, having recurring problems, and I know some of you were in touch about that via Facebook, so uh, pass the info on each time, uh, and we thought it was fixed, but then we were wondering why we were getting so few email recession reports earlier this week, and we discovered on Thursday that there have been some more problems, and we believe the problem has been fixed since, and we've tested it out ourselves too, but in the meantime, we are very sorry. We do apologize uh, because you may have had to deal with the mail demon or the postmaster, um, whatever server you're using with your internet, um, you know, because they may have been returning your mails. Yeah, that is a frustrating message to get. Mm -hmm. But now that the problem has been solved, please do continue to send us your reception reports and messages via our email, which is, of course, english at kbs.co.kr. Now, in the meantime, we'll be right back with this week's letters and reports after a quick break, so don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up, emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. Starting with the lovely message we received through our online recession report system. There actually wasn't a recession report involved, but our DRM listeners, uh, Zainab Laoud of Algeria, dropped by and left a message saying, KBS World Radio, thank you very much for your great job. Really got to know many things about Korea. Well, thank you, Zainab. I hope you'll continue to listen to us and learn even more about this country. And now jumping on to the reception reports. The first one is a snail mail that we received from listener John Rutledge. John currently resides in China and he sent us three very detailed reception reports and also sent us a nice letter. Using his Texan PL660 receiver with the attached antenna, John listened to us on 9.570 megahertz on September 22nd from 0800 to 0859 hours UTC. He noted that there were some noise issues at the times and rated that the simple was 33343. The next day he tuned in again, the same time, same frequency, and rated the simple 42332. He said that there was heavy interference throughout the broadcast, saying that it was the worst to date since listening in northeast China. Lastly, he tuned into us again at 0800 UTC on 9.570 MHz again the following day, September 24th, and gave it a rating of 43333. 
John also sent us a letter saying, Dear English section representatives, thank you for your broadcasts. I still enjoy them very much. In regards to programming, I have no complaints. Your broadcasts remain a near perfect mix of entertainment and information. My only complaints deal with matters that you cannot control. On September 23rd, intentional interferences of your broadcast by your quote unquote friendly northern neighbors was atrocious. It was the worst that I had ever encountered. In my five years of listening to you from Northeast China, when interferences happened in the past, the normal procedures uh, for a long time was to jam the first and last five minutes. But in this case, jamming occurred for almost the whole broadcast. Fortunately, it did not reoccur the next day. So good to hear that the interference isn't a regular issue, but it is disconcerting to mm-hmm. know that they're doing this intentionally. I mean, Uh, Yeah, they are, quote-unquote, friendly. Um, But yeah, thank you, John, very much for your report. And we will send you your QSL cards to your American address as you requested. And we've got a few more reports on 9.570 megahertz. One was from listener Biplop Kumar Adhikari in Bangladesh. He left us several online reception reports. And the vast majority of these reports were for our 0800 UTC broadcast. According to Biplop, the frequency seems to have fared quite well with the simple code averaging at 54445 between September 10th and September 23rd. Biplop uses a KK9803 receiver with a telescopic antenna. So thank you very much for your report and your QSL cards are on their way. Listener, the Bechamel Hazarika of India tuned into us via 9.570 megahertz on October 10th using an ELTA3562NPLL Cinesize receiver and a random long wire antenna. He tuned in from 0810 to 0840, and uh, that's of course the UTC, and gave us lots of details about the programs he heard, including Soul Calling. The Simpo stood at three across the board on that day. On on October 15th, he listened to us from 0800 UTC on 9.570 MHz and also rated the Simpo 3 across the board. And once again, on October 18th, he tuned in from 0810 to UTC and gave it another 3 across the board rating. Thank you very much for your detailed reports. The Bacamel will send you the QSLs very soon. There was also a listener who only identified himself as Mario, who left us an online reception report on two separate frequencies. Using his ICOM communicators receiver ICR71E with the Miracle Whip Ducker antenna, Mario listened to us from 0840 to 0850 on 9.570 megahertz on October 11th and rated the symbol 23232. On October 14th, he listened to us on 9.690 megahertz between 0210 and 0250 and then he rated the simple 32332. He also wrote in the comments section I was delighted to receive your radio station in shortwave form. I hope to get your QSL card by email and I'm looking forward to sending you more reports. 73's Mario. Well we don't actually have any online versions of our QSL card cards, but if you provide us with your posting address and your full name, we will happily post one to you. So thank you very much, Mario, for all of your reports, and we do hope to hear from you again soon. 
Taking a look at some more letters and reports we received recently, our Pakistani monitor Shahzad Shabir showed that our signal strength is extremely weak in his region on both 9.515 megahertz and 9.640 megahertz at 1600 RUTC. On October 4th, Shahzad rated the simple one across the board for both frequencies and said very poor service in Pakistan. Please check and tell us why that is. If there are frequency changes in October, please update frequencies on the web page. We are listening on the internet due to no clear voice on the radio. That's quite unfortunate to hear. But as we said, we will be posting any schedule changes on our website in time come October 30th for certain. Uh, but we will also be sending them out to our listeners once they are printed. So please uh, keep posted. And of course, uh, we mentioned earlier, you can check out the new frequency on the website uh, via the banners by going to uh, our homepage homepage, Mm -hmm. at world.kbs.co.kr. But yes, the schedule changes will be updated on the website in time. As for why the service is so poor in Pakistan right now, we actually could not tell you why the condition is so poor on this end. So please keep monitoring and let us know if there are any changes. Hopefully, though, 7.215 megahertz would work for our Pakistani listeners as well come October 30th. For now, though, thank you very much for your update with us, Shazad. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see the reception reports that we start getting and the feedback. Mm -hmm. Probably sometime early to mid-November, we will see uh, what it sounds like. And Mm -hmm. we're really hoping that it's going to be excellent for everyone that can tune in. And our Bangladesh monitor, Abdul Manan, sent us a report for our 1600 UTC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz. And thankfully, the conditions were quite good in his region. The report was dated October 6th, and he gave it an SIO rating of 444, which means it was overall good. And another one of our monitors, P.S. Sekhar of India, also sent us a reception report for the same broadcast at 1600 hours UTC on 9.640 megahertz. He gave us a little bit of detail on what he could hear on October 14th, and he rated the simple as four across the board. He also noted that he had used a Texan 606 receiver with a telescopic antenna. So thanks to both of you for those reports, and they do seem to be hearing us a little bit better than Shazad had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another report on 9.640 megahertz taking us back to September this time. Listener Muralidar M of India sent us a couple of reports on the frequency recently using a Texan PL660 receiver with the Sanjian A and T60 antenna. Murali tuned into us on 9.640 megahertz on September 20th between 1600 and 1700 RZ and rated the Simpo 323. A week later, on September 27th, he tuned in again at 1600 RUTC on 9.640 MHz and this time rated the Simpo 32233. Morali also wrote, Glad to inform I finally received my QSL card for the July 2016 recession report. This is the first letter I got from KBS in more than 15 months, even though I have been sending the recession report every month. Thank you very much. 
very much. Best regards and 73 Morali. Well, we are very happy to hear that you were finally able to receive something that we have sent to you. And we really hope that all the QSL cards we have sent to you over the past 15 months will show up eventually too. Because you said this one was for July, so it seems it was a little bit delayed. Mm -hmm. So potentially you could see some more of those. And thank you for your latest report as well. And we will, of course, send you out your QSL cards as usual and hope that they find you well. Meanwhile, listener Avinash Chikot of the UAE sent us a couple of reports and one of them was on 9.640 MHz. Avinash used a Sony ICF SW7600GR digital radio with a Deegan 31 MS indoor loop antenna and he tuned in to us on 9.640 MHz on September 24th from 1600 to 1630 hours UTC. He rated the symbol 34333 noting that the signal had been fair with some fading. He also gave some details about the broadcast which included the news and touch base in Seoul. In the same correspondence, Avanash also mentioned listening to us on 9.515 MHz between 1600 and 1630 hours UTC on September 9th. He rated the symbol 35333 and gave details about the news and soul calling. So thank you very much, Avanash, and your QSL cards should be on their way. Listener Atia Bhattacharya of India left us an online recession report on October 5th. This was actually our test transmission day for 7.215 MHz. So Atia listened to both 7.215 and 9.515 MHz. I won't go into the details about the report on the new frequency since that was the test transmission, but Atia had been one of the listeners who expressed hopes that 7.215 MHz would be chosen as our new frequency. So yes, it worked out. Good. <laughs> As for the 1600R UTC broadcast on 9.515 MHz, he rated the Simpo 54444. Atia used the Keichibo KK9702 digital receiver with the long random wire as external antenna. He also left us some comments. For instance, after listening to a soul calling story regarding the trend of the younger generation preferring to spend time on their own, Atia said, I was amused to know that going to play golf alone, construct a group of strangers there and playing never mind golf is becoming popular day by day. And uh, regarding Sounds of Korea, he also wrote... First folk song I listened to in the show is about Pungu, a band used during farming. When the detailed description of the machine was given, I was surprised, thinking that there is same type of fan in my area too, which is used for the same purpose of farming. The second music was to celebrate or wish uh, for a good harvest. I very much enjoyed the music that presented the Korean traditional wind instrument together with violin, viola, and cello. It was uh, my amazing opportunity to listen to the song of the rich harvest at the end. I liked the whole show very much as the songs were based on success in agriculture and those have resemblances to our culture too. Well, thank you so much, Atia, and your QSL cards are on their way. Our monitor, Honey Islam in India, also left us an online report on 9.515 megahertz. He tuned in on October 16th between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC using a Siemens device and rated the simple 4 across the board. So thank you so much for that, Honey. 
And that brings us to the end of this segment. That is all the time we have for the letters, emails, and recession reports from you today. The information you provide to us is very important, and we rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those recession reports coming. We'll now move on to the Listener's Lounge segment, peeking into the KBS World Radio's mailroom. Here's Inside the Mailbox with Yuna Lee. Welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I'll share updated information from our Facebook page as well as events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I'll tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. As I have mentioned over the past few weeks, last Sunday was our special outdoor broadcast of K-pop Connection in Itaewon. Despite the rain that started just before the show, there was a great turnout. We also streamed the broadcast live on Facebook and YouTube and was pleasantly surprised by the number of comments being posted by our listeners from all over the world. I was the one behind the computer replying to your comments at the event that day, and frankly, I wasn't expecting so many comments because of the time difference. Thank you to everyone who tuned in and posted lovely comments. As we were preparing for the broadcast, we posted snippets of the rehearsal and the stage on Facebook. So if you're curious about the actual setup we had in Itaewon, make sure to visit our Facebook page. Also expect to see better resolution photos and video clips of K-pop connection in Itaewon very soon. The cover photo has already been updated to a higher resolution photo, so check that out as well. You can see our team holding the event banner in front of the stage in Itaewon. Visit our KBS World Radio Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS to take a closer look at these postings. Now let's move on to website directions. Since 2014, KBS World Radio has held the Korean Language Video Contest annually, and this year's Korean Language Video Contest was more popular than ever. After three rounds, the top three finalists were chosen. Fatima from the UK, Nervia from Indonesia, and Aiden from Canada came to Korea for a week-long visit and appeared on our special program, Speak Korean, Dream High. In part one, With Korean, With the World, which was aired on October 6th, we took an in-depth look into the entire contest process and found out what the top three finalists did and experienced during their week-long trip to Korea. Part 2, Korean Giving Wings to Dreams, aired October 7th, shares the stories of the top three finalists who are pursuing their dreams through Korean. You can listen to the two episodes of the special program on our Speak Korean Dream High page. On our main English service website, click on the orange banner right below the list of news and news videos. Or you can reach the page straight away at world.kbs.co.kr slash special slash KBS contest underscore 2016. Once you're on the page, click on the special program located on the left side menu. You can read more about the radio special or listen to the program by clicking on the round orange audio button towards the bottom of the page. To take a closer look, head on over to our KBS World Radio English service website world.kbs.co.kr slash English. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend!
that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Dian. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.